Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone and welcome back to a new episode. First of all, I just want to say you guys should be so happy that you can't see me or smell me right now because I'm currently sitting in my dad's man cave and it absolutely reeks in here and that's just because my brother actually had a little party down here last night and he's left all of the beer bottles out. So I'm surrounded by beer bottles and it absolutely reeks of beer. So yeah, it's not the nicest environment to record a podcast in, but it also is the quietest place in the house. So anyway, just wanted to fill you guys in. Also, I don't smell the best because it's 9am and I decided that this would be a good time to record. So come downstairs, sitting in my dressing gown, haven't had a shower yet or brushed my teeth. So yeah, I just wanted to remind you guys that it's really great that you're listening to the audio and that you can't see me or smell me because honestly you would hate that but this is why I love podcasts you guys have no idea where I am or you do because I've just told you but for all you know I could be on a tropical island with an ocean view right now but I'm not but you know we can imagine but anyway today's episode is going to be all about mental health I've talked about mental health quite a lot on my other social media platforms before I've talked about my experience how I've overcome mental health issues that I've experienced in the past and just things that I've learned. So it is a reoccurring topic that I like to talk about, but I've never really told you guys the full story and I've never really shared the ins and outs of what actually went on. And I know that I don't actually have to do this because obviously mental health is a very personal thing and it's something that you don't have to share if you don't want to. And to be totally honest, I wasn't really ready to share my whole story because it is very personal, but I feel like I'm at a point now where I I can tell you guys what really went on 
just because I'm in a really good place now and I can see things with a lot of hindsight and how I've grown. And also, I just feel like it will really help other people if I share my experience. I'm such a big advocate for raising awareness around mental health and I feel like there just aren't enough conversations discussing it. I know that it is being talked about a lot more these days, but I feel like there should be still more conversations and I really want to contribute to that by sharing my story with you guys. So there will be more on that later, but to start off the episode, I want to share what's been inspiring you guys lately. So Bonnie says something that's been inspiring her lately is seeing girls on Instagram who post Instagram versus reality style photos of their bodies. And I couldn't agree more. I honestly think this is amazing that girls do this and put themselves out there and just show that everybody is normal. And honestly, there's no perfect body. And I feel like Instagram obviously is so curated. I'm guilty of posting my highlight reel and so is everyone. But I think it's so refreshing to see so many of these Instagram accounts now where people actually show the real side of themselves. And of course, there is nothing wrong with getting dressed up and making yourself feel really good and trying to take like a really nice photo. But at the end of the day, you just need to know that you are amazing just for who you are without the makeup, without dressing up, without the angles and the posing and the editing, you need to be happy with yourself without all of those things. I actually followed this girl called Chessie King on Instagram and I love what she's about. She's all about body positivity. You guys should go and check out her profile after this. She's from England and she's just a downright lovely person. She's kind of like that big sister role model that I feel like a lot of girls should look up to. But I just think she's amazing because she'll post photos and videos of herself shaking her bits and looking so proud of her body. And she just is really inspirational to me. And I just love the fact that she embraces herself for who she is and she really encourages others to do the same. So I love her profile and I'm sure there are so many other girls who are doing a similar thing out there. So I think that is an amazing thing that's been inspiring you, Bonnie. Next up, we have Sophia and she said, what's inspired her lately is seeing PT stories of them training their clients and working hard as it inspires her to keep studying her fitness qualifications to finish before the end of grade 11. She said, it's her passion and it makes me so happy to see people moving their bodies, working hard and improving themselves. I think that's so nice that you can get so much happiness from seeing other people improving themselves. Sounds like it would be a very rewarding job and also that's so cool that you already know what you want to do when you're in year 11 because I had no idea what I wanted to do but honestly keep at it because it sounds like you're on the right track and it sounds like you're getting inspiration from the right places and finally quite a few of you guys actually said that what's been inspiring you is getting up early and going for walks and this just makes me so happy because as you guys know I'm a big advocate for waking up early I just think it can completely change your life you can get so much more done you You can change your mindset and I just feel like you're living your life to the fullest if you get up that little bit earlier. So that's amazing to hear. It's also amazing to hear that you are loving going for walks. Honestly, going for walks can completely change my mindset and puts me in the best mood. So I really encourage you guys do that. But thank you so much to everyone who sent in something that has inspired them. If you guys would like to be featured in a future episode, make sure to DM me on our Instagram, which is just the Inspired Mind podcast. And let me know what has been inspiring you guys lately or you can let me know by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Now into what has been inspiring me. So I was actually meant to be recording this podcast yesterday, which was the 1st of August, but 
but that didn't end up happening. So I'm recording today on the second, but because I was planning the podcast based around recording it yesterday, I thought it would be a really good opportunity to mention that it is the start of a new month. And something that really inspires me is the start of a new month, because obviously you can reassess your goals, you can plan your month, and it's just a really good fresh start. So I had a massive planning session yesterday. I got out my notebook, my Google calendar, and I was just planning my life to a T. And this honestly helps me so much, especially since I work for myself and I don't really know what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. I have to be quite self-disciplined and organize myself. So to start off my planning session, I wrote out my goals. So I made a big list of what I'm wanting to achieve. So I'll share with you guys my goals a little bit later because I do have some that I want to achieve in August. And maybe if I say them out loud in this podcast, I'm more likely to achieve them. You know, we're manifesting here. But I just think setting goals is so important to keep yourself on track and to keep progressing and also just planning out your life so you can be a lot more intentional with what you're doing and it also makes you feel a lot less stressed and overwhelmed. And I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I really struggle with finding a balance between my personal life and my work life. And if I write everything out, I can really get my priorities in order and figure out where I'm lacking in life and where I need to put my energy. A good tip is also to write like a daily report of what you've actually got up to just so you can see what tasks you actually do in the day and what you're prioritizing. That's something that I'm going to be doing for August. I say this is a good tip, but I've never done it myself, but I literally came up with this idea last night and I thought this will really help me because then it will make me realize where I'm actually putting my time. And then I can just analyze my day, my week and my month and change things accordingly just to make it suit my lifestyle a little bit better and just change it so I can get more things done and just live a happy balanced life. So I'm going to be trying that out. But yeah, I just think planning is really good because it also stops you from over committing yourself because I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I'm like, yep, 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 I'll do all this stuff. So I find that planning things out really helps you stop over committing and it also holds you accountable because you can see what tasks you set out for yourself. And then if you don't get them done, the only person you're letting down is yourself because you've set that task out for yourself. So I did a big plan last night and I'm feeling very organized for it. I'm sure you guys can tell. But like I said before, I'll tell you guys some of my goals for August. So one of them is to stretch every single day because I am a tight girl. I just am so unflexible. I've always been like this, but it's actually been causing me quite a bit of pain when I've been going to the gym because it means that I struggle to do some exercises. So I really need to prioritize stretching. And I also think I'm going to go and try and see a physio in August. So that is a big goal of mine. My next goal is to release my merch. I've been working on my merch for months and it's been very stop and start just because I've run into a few issues. I'm sure I'll talk about it maybe in a future video, but I really want to try and release it this month. My next goal is to complete my website. This is another thing that's been very stop and start, but I really want to get this done. I then have a financial goal for myself that I'm not going to share with you guys, but I'm reading it right now and I'm manifesting it. It's going to happen. Another goal of mine is to eat clean and foods that are good for my gut because I have noticed that if I eat foods that are better for my gut, I just feel so much better mentally because they do say that your gut is your second brain. And I've been really taking that seriously lately by eating foods that I feel like 
just make me feel good because I do definitely feel better for it mentally and physically. So I want to keep that up in August. Another goal is to upload one podcast a week and I've been doing that so far, which is great. Then I also want to practice law of attraction daily. I've been really getting into law of attraction lately, so I really want to continue that. And then my final goal that I've written down is to wake up at 5 a.m. every day. I know that I get up early most days, but not every single day. And I really want to try and make this commitment to myself. So you guys can hold me accountable because here I am saying it in the podcast, I'm going to be getting up at 5 a.m. every single day. So they are my goals for August. Maybe I can do a whole video on how I plan my month because I have learned a few tips and strategies that have really helped me. But for now, I also wanted to tell you guys about an app that I downloaded literally this morning that is gonna be really useful. And it's actually a habit tracker and it's just called Habit. And the reason I liked this one is because it's free and there are a lot of habit trackers out there that you have to pay for. Obviously, that's fine, but I wanted to get a free one to start off with just to see if I like it, but it looks really good so far. So pretty much you can just log whatever habits you want on the app and you can keep track of them. So you just go in and tap the habit that you've completed that day, and then it will track it by doing a graph and stuff. And then you can just see the progress that you're making. And I feel like this is really good because it holds you accountable. And you can also set yourself reminders, which I think is a really cool feature. So like I said before, a big goal of mine is to stretch more so I can set myself a reminder each day to stretch. And then even if I don't do it, when I see the reminder, it sends a subliminal message to my brain and subconsciously I'm going to be thinking, you know what? I should stretch. So I just really like that feature. I think setting a reminder is a really cool thing. You can even do this literally just on your phone, like on the iPhone reminder app that comes free with your phone. You can just set reminders to do things, but I really like that. I have a separate app for it. So I'm going to be doing that. And it also links to my Apple watch, I think. So that will be really useful. So I'll have things popping up and reminding me to do my habits, but you guys should go and check it out. It's just called habit and it's on the app store on your iPhone. I'm not sure if it's on Android, but I know it's on iPhones. Also, I will link it in the show notes. And just so you guys know, if I ever do reference anything in my podcast, I will have more likely than not linked it or done some kind of reference to it in my show notes. So if you're ever trying to find something that I've recommended, make sure to go and check out my show notes because you're more likely than not to be able to find that thing there. So they are some things that have been inspiring me lately. Now on to our topic of today's podcast, which is mental health. So I'm going to be chatting to you guys about my experience with mental health and my story. I'm not exactly going to be sharing tips in this particular podcast because I feel like I can do a whole episode on that. And I feel like my story is quite long because I'm going to start from the very beginning and talk about my childhood and talk about me growing up and then yeah, lead up to the present day and talk about how my mental health has changed and the different experiences I've had. So I feel like it would be better if I just did a whole set separate podcast where I talk about tips and how I've improved my mental health because I do feel the best I've felt in such a long time. And yeah, I do want to share with you guys how I got to where I am today. But for this episode, I'm going to be talking about my story and the things that I've gone through in the hope that maybe it can help one of you guys out and make you feel less alone. And maybe it will help you understand me a little bit better. Hopefully you guys will find this interesting and insightful. So let's start from the beginning. 
So growing up, I've always been a pretty anxious person and very sensitive. I blame that on being on the cusp with cancer. And I think I'm a cancer through and through, even though I'm meant to be a Gemini. I think I have cancer traits because I am a sensitive soul. And obviously that is totally fine. There's nothing wrong with being sensitive, but it does mean that I take things to heart a lot easier and I'm just more aware of the things going on around me. So I'm very in my feelings. I'm still like that. And it can be a good thing and a bad thing. But growing up, I would say I was always quite sensitive, although I never really struggled with anxiety when I was younger. Anxiety kind of crept in, I would say, towards my teenage years and once we had moved to Australia. So when we lived in England, I feel like I was so young and just innocent and, you know, living my best life. And then as I became a teenager and my hormones kicked in, I feel like I started to really overthink things and obviously when you have your hormones changing and your body's changing naturally, you're going to be feeling a bunch of different emotions. But I think being a sensitive person, I really, really struggled with this. Moving to Australia also was a massive thing that caused me a lot of anxiety because we were moving across the world to a different country where we didn't know anyone. We also had to leave our family behind who we're really close with, which was a difficult thing. But honestly, I would say that my childhood was very easy breezy and I had no mental health issues at all. And that kind of continued even when we moved to Australia. I was totally fine for the first few years. Things just really started to change when I went into high school. And like I said before, when I hit puberty. I remember having quite a few irrational anxieties when I was in school. So I remember that I had to move high schools. I moved from an all-girls school to a co-ed school when I was in year nine. And I remember going to a counselor, discussing with them how worried I was that I would wear the wrong type of socks and bring the wrong type of school bag. They're the type of things that I would get myself so worked up over because I was just a very anxious soul. I also remember having a bit of social anxiety when I was in high school. I feel like this is quite normal, but I think that was triggered because I moved from an all-girls school to a co-ed school and I was just not used to being around boys and that just like really intimidated me. But apart from that, I feel like most of my high school was completely fine up until the last year when I was in year 12. So if you're not from Australia, you might not know, but year 12 is our final year of high school and it's a really important year because we sit are really important exams called the HSC and you want to do really well in this if you're wanting to go to uni and obviously you just want to do well in it in general. So there was a lot of pressure in year 12 and I know a lot of my friends put a lot of pressure on themselves and I remember just feeling really confused in high school because I had no idea what I wanted to do when I finished school. So I felt like I had nothing to work towards when I was doing my HSC and I'm sure so many people can relate to this because I had no idea what I wanted to do. So I was like, it gave me no motivation to like do really well in my maths class. Do you know what I mean? I also had a lot of difficulties with learning when I was at school. And I feel like that really. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. really ate away at my self-confidence because I had a lot of friends who were doing really well at school and I just felt like I wasn't doing that well and I didn't really know why. Well, I did know why because when I was younger, I was diagnosed with dyslexia, which really affected me, especially with my comprehension. So I found certain subjects quite hard and I really struggled in exams. So fun fact about me, I actually did my exams in the library. That was really good. But because of my dyslexia, I really, really struggled with listening in class and understanding what the teacher was saying and just learning. It just wasn't the right environment for me to learn in. So in my final year, I really struggled with that because I was getting really frustrated because I was trying really hard and felt like I wasn't learning. And I was also feeling really unsure about what I wanted to do after school. So the combination of those two things was causing me a lot of anxiety. And I actually found that when I was in class, I started to panic and I could feel a panic attack coming on. And Yeah, it was not a good environment for my mental health. So in the end, I actually did school from home and I just taught myself. It wasn't homeschooling officially, but I got the work from my teacher. It was all very official. The teachers knew about it, but I got the work from my teachers and I did my studying at home and then I just came into school for my exams and that really did help me but unfortunately my home life wasn't too good at this point as well and obviously my parents are amazing I love them so much but we were really going through something as a family and in particular my dad was going through something really really hard at this point so I've never talked about this anywhere because obviously it's a very personal thing but I feel like I'm ready to talk about it and also my dad said that it's totally fine to talk about it because we really want to raise awareness for mental health and make it something that's more talked about so pretty much in my final year of high school my dad was actually suffering with a psychosis so we didn't know but my dad actually has bipolar one and this was undiagnosed at the time but it soon became very apparent because he actually had a psychosis. So this was a really scary thing for us all to experience. But if you guys don't know what a psychosis is, basically it's a symptom of something bigger going on, like a bigger mental illness going on. And it means that an individual has sensory experiences of things that do not exist and or beliefs with no basis in reality. So it's kind of like having hallucinations and delusions and seeing things that don't exist. And it can be very frightening because the person who is experiencing the psychosis really does believe that these things that aren't happening are happening, if that makes sense. And there are so many different types of psychosis and each person can have a completely different experience. But I can tell you, It's very, very scary and not something that I would wish upon anyone. So anyway, this is obviously a huge thing that happened and my dad is just such an inspiration for me because I've seen how much he's gone through and how he's come out the other side and he's just such a strong person and he's just taken it like a champ and you know he does all of the right things and he's so into self-development and he's just improved his life immensely his counselor actually says he's never seen him better so he's been doing really really well at the moment so I'm so proud of him and 
yeah, he's really got a story. So he actually said to me that he would love to come on my podcast at some point and I can interview him so I can talk a little bit more about mental health and his experience because obviously I only see it from an outsider's point of view, but I'm sure he has a lot that he can share. But it was a really scary time and I'm so happy that that time is over now and that my dad is doing so much better. As I'm sure you can imagine, this was a really hard time for me and my family. It was just really hard to see my dad going through what he was going through and also my mum because obviously she had to stay really strong because we had no idea what was going on. We didn't know what was going to happen next. Thank goodness my dad is good now and he's on the right kind of medication and he's got the right help that he needs. But I just feel like it's something that's not talked about enough, but it is a massive issue that some people do experience lots of people have mental breakdowns because life is stressful and life you know throws curveballs so I feel like if we raise more awareness around mental health it just will educate people and people know like the stuff that goes on So the next few years were quite a battle for my family as we were all trying to heal together because it was a massive thing that we all went through. And I know you guys might be like, what do you mean you all went through it? Like, you know, it was just your dad who experienced it. But, you know, it does kind of have a toll on everyone because we were there through it and we were there for all of the side effects, the things that happened before his psychosis. And then we were there for while he was recovering. So it was a massive thing. And he is just honestly amazing now. It's just crazy to think how far he's come. And I just think he's the biggest inspiration, like I said before. So at this point, it's 2016 and I finished school and my dad is on his way to recovering. Like I said before, it was a difficult few years because obviously we had to try different medication and it was just a big thing that we'd all been through. But as for my kind of life and my world, I was doing a lot better because I actually had just started working for Disney Channel. I had a new boyfriend and my YouTube channel was taking off. So it was a really exciting time in my life in that aspect. And I felt like everything was kind of coming together and I had much more of a direction. So that was a really good year in regards to those things. But towards the end of the year, I started to get a little bit of anxiety towards YouTube just because my views started to decrease a little bit because I did have a few viral videos happen that year, which I am so grateful for, and it really grew my channel, so it took off quite fast, but as my views started to decrease, I started to panic and think, oh no, like what if I can't do this as a job? Like what am I going to do instead? And if I'm honest at this point, I'd kind of really attached my identity to my YouTube. And I felt like when my views were going down, it was a reflection of me and it was people not liking me, but little did I know that it was something like out of my control. A lot of it has to do with the YouTube algorithm. And honestly, even if it is to do with people not liking my content, I realize now that that shouldn't be something that stops me from doing it and it shouldn't be something that bothers me as much as it did. But yeah, that was like a massive thing that played a massive toll on my mental health and is a reoccurring theme throughout this whole story, as you guys will realize. Something that I've realized with myself is that often towards the end of the year, that's when I really start to burn out and feel low. And I think that's because I don't allow myself to really take a break from anything that I do. And it's something that I've identified now and that I will allow myself to do now, but I didn't know about myself at the time. So towards the end of 2017, I was feeling really low again. We were also having some family issues at the time as well. Like I said, there were family issues going on 
up and down throughout the years because of everything that had happened. But I ended up actually going on some medication for anxiety. So I went to a psychiatrist and they prescribed me with medication and I was on it for about a year. And it was fine for that year, but then towards the end of the year in 2018, I felt like it wasn't working for me anymore. The reason that I thought the medication wasn't working is because when Brayden and I were over in Europe, I started to feel really, really low again. And obviously like how annoying because I was in Europe and I should have been having like the best time of my life. And I did have a really good time, but I was really caught up in my head and with other things going on, I was really caught up with YouTube and I was just feeling really low. And if the medication was working, I shouldn't have been feeling as low as I was. So I decided to come off of it. And I'm so glad I did because I felt so much better. However, I did have quite a few side effects when coming off the medication, which didn't make me feel too good. So I did have a bit of a break from posting on YouTube for a couple of months. And then when I came back, I was better than ever. And I actually made the really big decision, which was to move out of home. So that was a massive turning point for me and really changed my life for the better. Before I continue telling the story, I just wanted to quickly say, I really hope this podcast isn't coming across as woe as me or me complaining at all because I am so grateful for my life. I know I have it so, so good, but I just want to be honest and kind of fill you in on the times that haven't been so great for me. Obviously, I've had so many times in my life that have been amazing, but I have also struggled with mental health issues and it's been something that I've had to work on and I'm finally kind of overcoming. So I want to share with you the story just so I can inspire you and make you realize that you can overcome your struggles. And then in the future, I'll do a podcast episode all about how I overcame my struggles, but just wanted to say, please don't think that this is me being like, woe is me, because honestly, I'm so, so grateful for my life. Back to what I was saying, I had just moved out of home and I was feeling the best I had in a really long time. And I was really inspired and really excited about the future. And at this point, I also got really into self-development. So I discovered podcasts and I was listening to them all the time. And I just found this love for self-development, which I honestly feel like is one of the biggest things that improved my mental health. So I will talk about that more in the future, like I said before. But even though that year was really good, my mental health then did take a turn towards the end of the year. So I actually had a falling out with some really close friends of mine at this point in my life, which really hurt me and really knocked me back a few steps. And it took me a while to overcome that. And you know, Friendships don't always last, but I'm one of these people that put so much energy into my friendships and I just felt so disheartened by this friendship ending and I really critiqued myself and blamed myself a lot for a while and I was just feeling really, really sad and really low and it was kind of like going through a breakup to be honest. I know that sounds like really dramatic, but that's how it felt honestly, like friendship breakups are a real thing. So then I actually ended up going back on some medication because I was feeling so low. This thing that happened was just like a trigger for me. And then it triggered a bunch of other things. So I was feeling not great and I went back on medication, but I tried something different this time. And this time it was an antidepressant. But 
These antidepressants did not work out well for me at all again. I actually started to feel quite numb and like I didn't really feel a lot of things. I didn't feel necessarily happy, but I also didn't feel sad. And like, like I said before, I'm a very sensitive person, so I can cry very easily, but I couldn't cry. And I was just feeling really off and I wasn't creative at all. So I was really struggling to post on YouTube and I was just feeling like numb. That's the best way I'd describe it. And let me just say, I'm not saying that medication is bad at all. I think you've got to do what's best for you. But for some reason, these particular ones didn't work for me. And yeah, you just have to try things out. But because they didn't work for me, we did actually have the worry that I might have been bipolar like my dad. As soon as I told my doctor how I was feeling, he got me to come off the medication straight away and booked me in to see a psychiatrist. However, the minimum wait was three months, which I think is crazy considering when people are struggling and they need to see a psychiatrist, often they need to see them like then and there, like they need to see them now because they're struggling like three months. That's a long time. But thank goodness when I came off of the medication, I started to feel so much better and so much more creative and I got my motivation back and I just felt like myself again. I was also seeing a psychologist at this point. If you guys don't know what the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist is, a psychologist is someone who does therapy like a counselor and a psychiatrist is someone who can do those things, but they can also prescribe you medication. So they're a doctor as well. So I could get in to see my psychologist and she honestly changed my life. I would love to be able to get her on the podcast at some point and interview her, because she just really, really helped me. I actually went to a psychologist who also was kind of like a career advisor and a life advisor. And that was really, really helpful for me because a lot of kind of my issues that I was having were to do with my career and like having a bit of an identity crisis, I guess. So she really helped me with that. It gave me a lot of strategies and just put me on the right path. At this point in my life, I'd also made some new friends, established a new routine. And like I said before, I had reignited my passion for YouTube. So I was feeling so much happier. Honestly, I was feeling the best I had felt in such a long time. And then by the time the psychiatrist appointment came around, I actually felt like I didn't need it anymore because I was feeling so much better. So I actually rang up and canceled it because I felt like I would rather that appointment go to someone else who really needs it because obviously they have a long waiting list. So I canceled my appointment because I was feeling so much better. And honestly, I've been feeling amazing ever since then. It's been six months since then, and I've continued to feel so much better mentally. Obviously, I have bad days, but I have to remember that doesn't mean I have a bad life at all. And I can overcome those bad days so much easier now. And I know what strategies to do to make myself feel better. And I feel like that's all down to the personal development that I've done. And I just know myself so much better now. I think it's so important to know yourself because when you go through these struggles, then you know what to do. And who knows what will happen in the future? I can't predict what will happen next, but I now know that because of everything that I've gone through in the previous years, I am so much stronger and I know that I can get through it because I've got through it before. But I also just wanted to say that my family are doing amazing. Our relationship is so great. As you guys know, I've moved back home and I feel like moving out of home was really good for our relationship and it was really good for me to grow 
on my own. But now that I'm back, our relationship is better than ever and they're doing amazing. They're really into self-development and my dad and my mom have been doing the Miracle Morning and they've just been listening to a lot of podcasts and just doing so many things for themselves and I'm so proud of them and I can't wait to see what happens for them next. But that pretty much wraps up today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed listening and you maybe got to know me a little bit better. Like I said before, I really hope this didn't come across too negative and I just really wanted to kind of shed some light on mental health and just raise some more awareness and that's why I did this podcast because I do think it's something that needs to be talked more about but I will do an episode in the future that's a little bit more lighthearted and positive and I'll talk about how I overcame my mental health so let me know if you're excited for that episode also let me know if you have any questions that you would like me to answer so if you do want to get in contact with me make sure to go and follow our Instagram it's just the inspired mind podcast and if you want to follow me on my personal Instagram it's just Ella underscore Victoria with two A's and I also have a YouTube channel which you can go and follow which is just called Ella Victoria where you can see vlogs of my everyday life but if you did enjoy today's episode it would mean the world to me if you guys could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts this just really pushes my podcast out there for other people to find also if you think this podcast could help someone else out make sure to share it with them and if you guys want to share this podcast on your socials that also really does help I appreciate it so so much make sure to let me know what topics you would like me to talk about. I'm actually going to have my very first interview next week, which I'm really excited about. So that'll be nice to change things up. Let me know if you can guess who I'm going to be interviewing. If you guys would like me to feature what's been inspiring you in a future episode, make sure to either message me on our Instagram or you can let me know by leaving a review and I might read what's been inspiring you in a future episode, but I can't wait to continue to get inspired together and I'll chat to you guys in my next episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.